everybody. Remember that we now have official Dazzle Dudes t-shirts for sale on our website. Just slither on over to DazzleDudes.com and get you one or twelve. They make real good masks, too. Dazzle Dudes is written, performed, recorded, and produced by Murray Attaway, with additional material by Layla Attaway. All rights are reserved. Dazzle Dudes is available at DazzleDudes.com, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere fine podcasts are found. Here we are against all odds. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 21 of Dazzle Dudes, the season finale. As some goofy hippie band once said, what a long, strange trip it's been, or some business like that. This is our last episode for a while, but we'll be back in a couple of months with further dude foolishness. You couldn't kill them with a mallet, them boys. As you likely know, I'm Freaky Dink Finger Hut. The big guy with a hairy eye, former top-rated DJ at WTFH in Nixon, Georgia back in the 1970s. I'm the fairy man who will ferry you over the river boogie to the land of Dazzle. Or the train engineer who's going to whisk you aboard the Rock Express down the track to Dudesville. Or the pilot who's going to fly, you know, you know, never mind, you know what I mean. Let's just talk about the Dazzle Dudes. The band had been working tirelessly on their debut album, We Bring the Dazzle, at celebrated inebriate Bud Carney's Carnival Sound Studio for most of a year. This whole enterprise was bankrolled by Skeeter Lewis, Owner of Skeeter's Auto Salvage. Skeeter's Auto Salvage, where the past comes to life. Skeeter's Auto Salvage, where the past comes to life. To allow his son, Jeter, to engage his passion for hard rock and perhaps make a vocation from it somehow. So Skeeter had started an Airzots record label for the release, Crush Records, whose name was an homage to the car masher at his daddy's junkyard. Jeter had taken to running the mixing board at the sessions as Bud was too irascible and always too hammered to be of any real assistance. Oh, Lord, I can drink all I can get. <laughs> Speaking of which, you know, she's a little snort. I got a bottle in my pocket. Jeter had proved to be a natural at primitive sound recording and production, which was all the dudes needed anyway. During the year, Fletcher Lafayette, station manager of WTFH, and one of the most popular citizens in Mix in Georgia, had started his own weekly radio talk show, Fletcher's Folks. Hey, everybody come and gather
one of these shows, his guest was Captain Hollis Halloran, the owner of WTFH, among many other enterprises, who informed Fletcher that he, Fletcher, had been anointed the post of director of the soon-to-be-constructed Mixon Center for the Performing Arts. And as a result, I was elevated to assistant manager of WTFH, in addition to already being their top-rated DJ, and all was good. My own twice-weekly overnight show, Mixon Zone. Mixon Zone, rock and roll. continued, as usual, to showcase local music talent. Now, one evening, which was chronicled back in episode 11, I had a curious guest. Ronnie, the former lead singer of Freakin' Booger. Who wants to boogie? I want a boogie. Who's gonna boogie? I'm gonna boogie. Now, if you remember, Ronnie was the fella who used to appear on stage with an alleged doll strapped to his chest, which he always claimed was his parasitic twin. And I'll tell you, Ronnie never backed down from that story. It was his parasitic twin, Donnie, and he'd dress it in whatever manner he himself was dressed and shake it around pretending it was singing with him. This came to a sudden and tragicomic end. I've always wanted to say tragicomic. School. At the most recent Battle of the Bands last year, when a strange young woman named Cheyenne mounted the stage and ripped the doll right off Ronnie's chest. Get back on the floor. I want the doll. What are you doing? No, don't. I want to hold the doll. No, hey. He's a doll. I want the doll. He's a doll. In the weeks afterwards, Ronnie had become a tragic figure, just this side of a hobo, drinking cheap liquor prodigiously and being otherwise forlorn. But on the night of my interview with him, Ronnie appeared dressed all in black with mascara and a top hat and announced that he was now possessed by the spirit of a dead Civil War soldier named Theophilus T. Booger, and that he was going to bring the true music to the people. So, if I've got this right, you look like Ronnie because you used to be Ronnie, but he's dead, and now you're here, but you're dead too. Can you help me out a little more? Of course. Ronnie was a lost soul once his twin had been cruelly ripped from his flesh. He wandered in darkness and despair. You may have seen him. Well, sure, everybody did. Who was at the Dazzle Dude's Christmas show? He's all covered in dried ketchup. It was blood. The blood of poor, poor little Donnie. Okay, so then what happened? Ronnie continued to stumble through a cold, cruel world. One night he entered the cemetery. The, the big cemetery on the east side? No, it's an old one out on State Road 21. Got it. Then he lay him down on an old 
grave, clutching his only friend, a bottle of whiskey. Bottle of Georgia Moon, I'll bet. Yeah, probably was. He gazed at the black sky, wondering if his time had come. Then his eyes fell upon the name on the headstone where he lay. Must have been hard to read it upside down in the dark like that. Yeah, he had to flip over. Then he saw the name chiseled into the old mossy stone. Do you know what name it was? I, I think I could hazard a guess at this point. It was Theophilus T. Booger. It was my grave he lay upon. Ain't that something? It was then that he knew that he was free. He could leave his earthly shell and join his brother little Donnie in the great beyond. Off, off his spirit flew into the inky sky as I rose up through the ground and took my place here in his former body. And now I have begun my new mission to bring the music, the true music, to the deserving masses. So what, you gonna play Civil War songs and such? No, of course not. Mine will be a music such as the world has never heard. The music of Theophilus T and the Booger Band. Well, that's kind of convenient, ain't it? That Ronnie's band was called Freakin' Booger and, and your last name is Booger. It was fate. And it's spelled completely different. It's B-E-U-G-E-R. My family came from France. Well, well, if I remember my high school French, wouldn't that be pronounced more like Bouget? No, it's Booger. Fletcher Lafayette was also not without his travails. A woman named Darlene Latimer took quite a shine to him. Darlene was the BFF and business assistant to Connie Cochran, Jimmy the drummer's mom, Jesse the singer's sometime paramour, and owner of CC's Sassy Homescapes. God almighty, so many connections. So as can be heard way back in episode two, Darlene had become obsessed with Fletcher right on the air on his radio show. I think pictures is pretty. I've got lots of pretty pictures at my house, Fletcher. Oh, is that so? You'd like them, I, I bet. I got a bunch of them ones with the kids with the big pretty eyes. Your eyes is pretty, Fletcher. Oh, goodness, well, thank you, Darlene. How kind of you to say... I mean it. You're just a real good-looking man, Darlene. Do you like denim, We're Fletcher? We're supposed to be talking about my decorating business. I like denim. Darlene, put that Bloody Mary down. You've had enough. Oh, certainly denim is fine in the right circumstances. I... I've got a denim couch. You ought to see it. She had subsequently pursued him to no avail. Finally, at a chance meeting at a Dazzle Dude's recording session, a tipsy Darlene had thrown herself bodily at Fletcher, knocking him down and spraining his ankle. Fletcher was confined to a brace and was on the mend when Darlene, at yet another chance meeting at a dude's recording session, tackled Fletcher again, exacerbating his injury and adding a crutch to his ambulatory necessities. Well, hello, everyone. Fletcher! Your hair! Uh, uh, hello, Darlene. My, my goodness, where is your shirt? Fletcher, I missed you so much! No, no, no! Oh, 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 my, my same leg! 
<laughs> I think it's broken this time. My sweet man, Mama's got you. Over the course of several episodes, namely 13, 17, and 18, we learned the history of Mitzen, sort of, and some stories about the local Indian tribe, the Shackalakas, sort of, from Mayor Boone Carson, who claimed that a large majority of the population of the town had Shackalaka blood. I frankly thought he had made most of that stuff up while he was talking, but at a campaign rally he held, he managed to get the crowd doing the Shackalaka war cry, and it was kind of... Kind of creepy. Yeah, you're pretty funny too. Hi, brown man. Well, I'm about to fill it out there. I'm feeling pretty good myself. <laughs> so, how many shot lock engines we got into this crowd tonight, huh? Well, I think it's about time we cut loose with a shot lock walk, right, don't y'all? Yeah, you shut up, boy. You shut up, I got Thank you, sir. Everybody ready? What you do? Well, last week we heard Jesse take great umbrage that his song before your mighty overlords, all ye vanquished wretches, would not be included on this album. And he had further objected strongly to what he saw as the band's lack of respect for him as the leader, which he wasn't anyway. Rock singers, being the bastards they always are, always want to think they're the leader of something. So this week, the Dazzle Dudes were in the studio trying hard to use the last bit of money Jeter's daddy had allotted them to finish up the album. And it looked like maybe, just maybe, they were on the home stretch. But... Okay, so nobody knows where Jesse is. I haven't seen him since the last session. It's just as well, I guess, that stupid attitude of his. No respect. I mean, what's there to respect, you know? I guess. Makes me kindly nervous, though. Nervous about what? Well... Well, he was about madder than I've ever seen him when he let out of here. <laughs> Hell, that wasn't nothing. You ought to see him when he's out of weed, stupid bastard. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey Jesse. Hey, hey. So where's Jesse? Oh, probably off somewhere with his panties all twisted up in a knot because he can't be a leader. We ain't seen him today. Oh, we got some bad news. Well, what kind of bad news? Well, me and Jeter took the mock-up of the album cover, you know, close up of Darlene's boobs with the Dazzle Dudes t-shirt real tight over them. We took it to a bunch of record stores, and we even went to Macon and Dublin. And, and every single one of them said they couldn't sell a record with that cover because it was obscene and they just put in jail. You what? Why? I mean, it's just a close-up of a T-shirt. Well, apparently with Darlene being uh, generously endowed in that department and also apparently excited or cold one, they all said they wouldn't touch it. <laughs> What's funny, Billy? Well, you know, like they wouldn't touch it like, like they wouldn't touch Darlene's boobs. I mean, I wouldn't either. I mean, maybe I would. I don't know. I guess, I guess if we she was... It, Billy. 
So, so what in the hell are we going to do? Maybe we can just put the logo on the front. Oh, damn it, damn it, damn it. I wish we could do another photo shoot with a woman that didn't have big old damn torpedoes on her. That'd probably do We're it. We're out of money, Jimmy. Daddy said that's it. He said when we finish in here today and send it off for mastering or whatever... That's all the money we get. I mean, I'm glad we didn't go ahead and print the covers. God, what in the world? Hey, look, I mean, your daddy's been great, Jeter. Don't get me wrong, but can't you just get a little more out of him for some new pictures? Nah, he was real specific. You know, just having the logo on the front will probably look pretty good. I mean, it's a cool logo. Yeah, but you know, Dink, I was kind of hoping for a step up from pretty good for our very first record in the world. Not everybody's first record. What? You know, I told y'all Carl made that record with the windy minstrels called Hey Dilly Dilly Eye. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, I remember that song. We used to play it a little bit. Listen, it's not my album here, but I wasn't really that crazy about Darlene's boobs on the cover anyway. I like boobs. We all do, Billy. Well, anyway, I can't get the printers to swap out the picture for the logo, and they said they won't charge us to do that. Well, I guess we just gonna have to come to that bridge when we cross uh, it. Don't you mean uh, Shut up, Billy. Well, that wasn't very nice. I'm sorry. Let's just get the song order straight. So here's what we got. Hang on a second. Let me get out to the control room. Um, okay. Okay, I'm ready. We bring the dazzle. Dazzle. Okay, okay, Jeter, that's good. Okay, next. Lady of the High Life. Spaceship loving. We're looking up at the night. We know our time is right. Jader, my baby and me getting high. Jader, way up in Jader. What's the plan? You just gonna play all the songs Which, as I name them? Yeah, I was gonna. I mean, you don't, don't want me no, to? No, I don't think it's necessary. We done heard them songs a bunch. Okay, I'm, I'm coming back down. Rock and roll hot plate. Candy Graham man. Lady be my lady. Power train. Wasted. Straw balls. Music of the spheres. And glitter queen. Everybody agree? Oh, what if we could switch Wasted and Power Train? Well, we could. I mean, what for? I don't know. Hey, boys. Hey, Johnny. Hey, hey, Darlene. Hey, Johnny. Darlene. Hey, Mama. Hey, Darlene. Hey, yourself. Where's Fletcher? He's not here yet. Is he coming or not? Yeah, he'll be here directly. I hope so. I need to talk uh, to Darlene, him. you're not going to rush him again, are you? He's, he's still pretty injured. No. I'm not gonna rush at him, you unibrow caveman. 
seat. All right, y'all. Since y'all are all here except Fletcher, I've got something I need to tell everybody. Oh, Lordy, this don't sound good. Okay, well, I saw Jesse early this afternoon. And what? Don't you and what me, young Sorry, man? Sorry, Mama. So, he came by the shop. He was very upset. Darling, may I please tell this story? Oh, sure. Don't mind me. Go ahead on. So... As Darlene said, he was upset. Upset! And he wanted me to tell all y'all that he feels that he can't go on with the band anymore. What? Can't go on with the band anymore? Like what? Like what? He's quitting? When? Today. Effective immediately to use his words. Uh, 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 I just don't believe it. He couldn't come here and talk to us himself like a man. He said he knew y'all would try to talk him out of it. He said it's the hardest decision hardest. he's ever had to make, but he knows it's the right one, and it's best for everybody. And that's what he said. So, so that's it? Just well, like that? Well, Jimmy, he also said you don't respect him. I respect him? I don't respect him. There ain't nothing to respect. That's what he said you'd say. Oh, my Lord Almighty, this is just awful. So what in the hell are we supposed to do? Well, maybe if you just treated him a little better. Treated him better? Treat Jesse better? The same Jesse that sells weed? The same Jesse that sleeps all day and never had a real job? The same Jesse that claims he wrote all our songs when he didn't. The same Jesse that dates my mama. Don't you sass me, mister. I'll slap your jaws. Look at all he's put us through and we kept going and now he walks out just because we won't put his stupid song on our album. Hey, it's half my song. I wrote part of it. Okay. Just because we won't put his and Jeter's stupid song on our album he quits and just demolishes the project we've worked so hard on for so long how are we gonna re-record his vocals with another singer we don't even have anybody left yeah jimmy well we just put the record out like it is it's a great record hell 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 shit 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 hell no not now we are not gonna put out a record with that that quitter's voice on it no sir well, you're right. It's going to take some doing to replace all them vocals. Daddy was real clear. No more money from him. Don't look at me. Don't look at me, neither. Nobody was looking at you, darling. Yes, they were. Well, I sure wish I could help, fellas, but I just can't. I know. Me neither. I just ain't got the money. I got the money. I can pay for it. You, you, you can, Carl? I'll call my lawyer. Get some money out of my trust. You, you got a trust fund, Carl? Stop talking right now. Right. Yes, sir. Man, that's great news. Thanks, Carl. Yeah, no shit. That'll do. Yeah, man, you're saving us, Carl. Quiet. I'm sorry. Well, hello, everyone. Hey, Fletcher. Hey, Fletcher. Oh, there hey, you are. Fletcher. Hey, Fletcher. Fletcher! Hello, Darlene. Please don't tackle me again. Oh, Fletcher, I'm so sorry. I never meant to hurt you. I swear before the good Lord, I've never heard a hair on your precious head. I'm so, so, so sorry. I want to make it up to you. I want to make you feel good. Will you just come and sit with me and let me stroke your pretty head and hold your precious head and make everything all right between us again? I miss you so much. It's all right, Darlene. It's all right. Let's just take a moment here. All right, honey, sweet flash. I'll do anything you say. I'll just stand right here. 
Um, yes. So everyone. I just stand there and be quiet. Yes. So everyone, right as I was leaving the radio station, I got a message from Julie at the front desk. Apparently, Jesse has been locked up in the city jail. All I know is that he and Ronnie, the boy from Freakin' Booger... No, you mean Theophilus T. Booger. Yes, yes. Well, they were arrested together for theft and public drunkenness. Jesse asked the sheriff to call the station, but I was in the studio editing when the call came through, so I, I missed it. Oh, my goodness. What in the world? How stupid. Roger, you look upset. Why don't we go and sit together so I can calm your favored mind? I'm fine, thank you, Darlene. So anyway, everyone, that's what I know. Wow. Yeah, wow. Shit, Jesse's a jailbird. What an idiot. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one, Jimmy. What an idiot. What's that y'all are saying? Uh, front man's in jail. <laughs> right where he belongs. Jailbird Hubie. <laughs> Who cares anyhow, stinking hip or hairhead? Listen, remember the other day when I was talking to you boys about recording Whiskey Drive Me Home? But y'all was too fuddle-headed and stupid. Stupid to take my offer. Sure, bud. We remember. Hey, baby, you remember? Don't you sass me, you stinking dirty Careful little with that mouth, bud. Carney, that's my son you're talking hey, to. Son. All right, all right. You don't have to get all mad about it. Anyway, it just so happens that I had a conversation afterwards with that fine Christian gentleman, Mr. Scram Polly, and he is willing to write a song especially for you all to put on your record. Guaranteed hit. Now what about that? Well, that sure sounds interesting, bud. Interesting? Why, that's a blessing straight from heaven, you stink. I, I meant for you young fellers. Instant hit. Boy, I can't wait to hear that song. I can't wait to hear that song. You don't know a damn thing, eyebrow man. I nearly forgot you got a phone call from the sheriff's office. A phone call for me? I don't know any of you can take it, I reckon. Well, what'd they say, bud? They didn't say nothing to me. Want to talk to one of y'all. So what did you do, just hang up on the sheriff? No, you little slobberhead, slobber mouth. Phone's right here on the table. It's Deputy Dupree or somebody. So they've been on the phone the whole time you've been talking? It's just been laying there on the table? Oh, oh yeah, so what? Uh, don't you talk to me, but Carney Buck, don't you talk to me like that. Where's my dang cocktail? I'll run up and get it. Dupree's my buddy. God, what a crazy day. You can say that twice. Uh, God, what a crazy day. Uh, it's just an expression, Jeter. Yeah, I'm on the phone with, with Deputy Dupree. Yeah, sorry, Dupree. He just set the phone down and didn't tell nobody his bud. Yeah, you know. Right, he is. He always is, you know. So, you got Jesse and Ronnie? No, darn, they what? 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 What they do? Dupree says that Jesse and Ronnie stole some bottles of Gallo Spinata 
from the Piggly Wiggly, just grabbed the bottles and run out. Jack Barber's the manager at the Pig, and he knows both of them, so it wasn't like it was a secret who it was. Hang on a minute. That's nuts. Fletchy, <laughs> are you all right? Fine, fine. Thank you, darling. Okay. Uh, Dupree says they must have gone to the park and drunk all that spin yard real fast. They found them both passed out on the folding tables over to the laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> Dupree's laughing too. He said we are to see him. He said this was no somebody will come bail him out. Sorry, did you say come bail Jesse out of jail? <laughs> yeah. Season 2, Episode 21, the Season 2 finale of Dazzle Dudes, which was written, performed, recorded, and produced by Murray Attaway with additional material by Layla Attaway. All rights reserved. You can find Dazzle Dudes on Apple Podcasts and all major podcast sources and at DazzleDudes.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Hell, it might get stuck to your shoe. It's that ubiquitous. Our heartfelt thanks for listening and talking up the dudes. We've done two seasons now, and we plan to just keep going until somebody makes a stop, I guess. Dazzle dudes, no smug know-it-alls telling you what's what. No politics, no commercials, no upsetting, gory, violent stories of murder. No donations, just free fictional fun. We just want you to keep listening and digging it and sharing it with everybody. Thanks especially to everybody who's rated us online. We sure do hope that more of you will go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you like and give us those big fat five-star ratings and or a nice comment. It spreads the word like a voice from the mountaintop. And remember to go to DazzleDudes.com and get you a t-shirt. And thanks to everybody who's already gotten one. So until we come back, stay safe, take care of yourself, and take care of each other. Y'all be sweet.